Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gwinnett Business Radio, live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Mike Salmond, alongside Stephen Julian. Hello, Stephen. Hello, Stephen, again. One, two, three. Hello, Stephen. Test, test. Hello, Mike. <laughs> that was fun. You didn't turn your microphone on. I know. I There's a little switch. I forgot to hit the switch. You know, after eight years... You're still teaching me the ropes. It, it, it's just going to heck in a handbasket. You know, huh? I've not gone from good to great. I don't have my 10,000 hours of expertise yet, but I'm working on we it. We had our eight-year anniversary show last week, and so we've just, uh, we still have the... Uh, the hangover from The hangover. The from hangover. That. Uh, we never do this, but I am going to say everybody needs to go find that show. That was a really fun show. I really, I mean, I thoroughly enjoy every show we do. I can't wait to do this show, but... After you listen to this one, go back and listen to last week's show. It that was, was a good one. Yeah. We're going to have a good one today, too, as well. Amen. Our guest today joining us, our Commissioner Marlene Foscue. She is the Gwinnett County District 4 Commissioner. And they're going to talk about this really cool campaign, a hashtag, Listen to Moms. No, Listen, listen to Gwinnett Listen to moms. Gwinnett Moms. Uh, public health education campaign, so we'll hear all about that. Also, Tiffany Kent is joining us. She's the founding partner of Wealth Engagement. And we'll talk about... Um, investing and specifically for women absolutely we're going to talk about engagement of wealth some tricks of the trade absolutely but we're going to start with the commissioner commissioner marlene foscue gwinnett county district four marlene great to see you i'm glad to be here should i refer to you as commissioner foscue or marlene or how do you like to marlene is fine all right well you're here because gwinnett county has rolled out back in october of this year uh during this crazy pandemic we've had all year covid 19 a listen to gwinnett moms campaign tell us what that's all about well it's all about um explaining to the public and giving the public an opportunity to learn more about what the what we can do locally to inspire people so that they can make changes themselves because it's most important that people realize this is something I can do in my own home. So we wanted to make sure that, one, the government that we're part of the solution because we wanted to be involved, but then the other thing is we wanted to make sure that we can provide um, information that was helpful and information that was right on time and that was relevant about the whole campaign. And we wanted that opportunity just to make sure that people knew that they can do preventive type um, things in their home. Meaning that washing the hands, like if you have to sneeze, you could sneeze into your arm, you can wear a mask, you can social distance. So the point is, is that there are things that you can do in your own community and in your own home to help stop the spread of the COVID-19. So this is like stuff that our mom tells us all the time. Wash your hands, sneeze into your elbow. Uh, it just, and, and I see you call them momisms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Because it's things like, um, if you remember probably growing up, your mamas might have told you, close that door. Or this, for the millionth time, I told you to do something, clean right. your room, whatever it may be. And so that's the whole point is to be able to remember what your moms told you. And mothers, we think we give good advice. And so we want you to use some of that wise wisdom and some of that advice that we've given you even when you were growing up small. It's not think, you know. I mean, come on. You, you, you're I being know. you're being you're being humble I is know. what you as <laughs> as all good moms are, right? Yes. So uh, the and and the interesting thing is there's a website, listen to gwinnettmoms.com, which I'm sure we'll reference at the uh, end of the interview as well. And there's a hashtag, listen to Gwinnett Moms. Um, and like you said, it's a lot of the advice that we've heard over and over again. But 
what is unique about hearing it from Gwinnett moms? Is there some creativity that moms can add? Are they going to do it with a stern warning and shaking a finger? My mom, it was digging the fingernails into my uh, wrist area when she wanted me to really pay attention. And we would talk about the mom canal of, mm-hmm. of her of her fingernail marks in my wrist. Oh, man, all of a sudden I'm feeling <laughs> painful. Um, what are some of the things that mom can bring to the moms can bring to the table? Gwinnett moms can bring to the table. Uh, that's different than what we're hearing from, let's say, Dr. Fauci or the local public service announcement ad. Well, one of the things we did was to use actual moms that live here in Gwinnett County. And we figured that if we use actual moms, then they can tie in better with the audience and with our communities because they actually know what's going on in the community. Then the other thing that we thought about is that let's allow them to be a little sassy, a little etched. And I remember when I was younger, Um, they used to say that sometimes I was etched and I never knew what that meant till I looked it up and it was like a little sassy. (laughs) So every now and then it's it's okay to be sassy and the way that they tell the story, the way that they encourage people um, to to actually listen to the moms, that's most importantly. I have a son who's in the Air Force and he's in another state and so I still tell him what to do (laughs) even though he's married (laughs) and at a distance and that's what mothers can do. Well, you think about it, and you know, even you know, your your son's in the Air Force. I'm sure he's a tough guy, and you know, all the tough guys out there. And sometimes we don't listen to our friends or even our spouses or whatever because you know, what do they know? But everybody, it doesn't matter who you are, you listen to your mom. Yes, you should. At least you should. At least you should. And we feel like mothers can really um, stress the point better. You know, there's a lot that you can hear based on scientists and TV and, and doctors, but it's something about listening to your mother that you'll be like, oh, okay. Your mom's never going to send you in the wrong direction. Not intentionally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this was rolled out in October of yes. 2020. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's ongoing, obviously. Is, yes. is there an ending point, or does it... Does it just depend on how this pandemic plays out? Well, really, it does depend on, on how the pandemic plays out. And there might be something else that we may encourage later on. But right now, we just really want to talk about the COVID because as we know in Gwinnett County that our numbers have definitely risen as they have across the United States. So we want to continue to um, make sure that we push the campaign and we have utilized billboards, uh, social media. There's many different ways that we have tried to get the message out, emails and newsletters. And so I also have a newsletter, and I definitely mention it in my newsletter, as as some of the other commissioners do also. You know, we recently, of course, went through all the elections and everything, and we had some. We've, we're going to have some changes regarding the the county commissioners and things like that. But mm-hmm. we talked about it on a different, little bit of a different subject uh, this morning uh, before the show. We were talking about, you know, when you back out of the driveway, you said and you hit a pothole. You want to get that pothole fixed. You don't care if the person that help, comes out to help you is a Democrat or a Republican. I guess same thing with this campaign. I mean, it's it, it does it, it just crosses all party lines. It really does. It's all about pub, It's all about your public health on, and what we can do, again, on an individual level and then on a community level, because you can talk to your neighbors about it from a distance, though. You can, <laughs> you can go out and still eat in restaurants and things like that, but then have your mask. And so do everything that you can do to control. It's really, this may sound funny, but it's really controlling your own germs. And you don't want the other person's germs either. So if we mask up, if we actually stay social distancing, if we wash our hands, if we just do a lot of different things that's just common sense, I think we, we can help curtail the, the COVID spread in, in Gwinnett County. We're speaking with Marlene Foscu. She is a District 4 Commissioner, uh, excuse me, the District 4 Commissioner in uh, Gwinnett County. Uh, she's also uh, spearheading the Listen to Gwinnett Moms campaign. 
Uh, and I, I'm going to push back just a little bit. Imagine that. I'm going to disagree with a politician. I know this is a first for you. Um, <laughs> but I, I can see after the pandemic kind of calms down and, and, and maybe shifts and maybe is not front page news, obviously we'll want to keep those messages. But I think the idea of listening to Gwinnett moms, there's a lot of other areas yes. that Gwinnett County needs to listen to our moms about. I can think of education. I can think of bullying. I can think of, you know, lifting other people up and just good, you know, dad have the dad jokes. Moms give the mom advice. And and, and so I, I'll just I'll throw that out there. Leave that in your uh, leave that. In, no, no, that's you're really, sitting on a gold mine. Right, <laughs> is right. And so this you. is why it's such a great campaign. Yeah. And, you know, even when vaccines come out or flu shots right. or anything, we can always easily pivot. Because mm -hmm. that's what we have to do in today's time is to pivot and utilize this campaign for other other ideas or other topics. Absolutely. So uh, so I'm going to so it just started. Uh, we're 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 broadcasting this show uh, right about the middle of November. So it's been about a month in um, any good stories of, of one of the more creative moms that that kind of brought a little of that sass uh, that you talked about. One of the messages, whether it's in an email have you have you guys are you guys thinking about doing any videos stuff on social media is it just all pictures and words or are there some good videos and and share a little bit of the creativity because i would love to hear a politician talk about creativity well some of the things that we've done through campaigning and working with jackson spoils and, and other companies is being able to open up um in a way that people can write and leave notes and so we want to engage with the public more often and so right now we are figuring out everything that we're going to do, but we would like to do a one-on-one -on -one type engagement, or if you write in and ask a question, we can get immediate response. But with government, things take a little bit longer. <laughs> so we don't quite have it down packed, but we're looking at creative ways to make sure that we can have an engagement and have people answering any type of questions. We have encouraged people to go out to our website and leave a note or either um, leave a message of some sort, and then we will in turn uh, respond to them. Like but, but the live engagement, I think, is what we really thought thrive on. Mike, I've already learned something. I mm -hmm. thought it was just an ad campaign, but here they're engaging one-on-one -on -one and with the community. I like it. What's really cool, too, and I don't want to gloss it over, is you could have gone out and gotten actors to go ahead and play the moms, but you, as you said at the very beginning, you've got actual Gwinnett County moms. Well, one of the things, as you know, Gwinnett County is very diverse, so we wanted to make sure that we would have a campaign with a, with a round range of different people who live in our community to actually speak and say what it is that they feel as a mom, what kind of wisdom that they want to give. And so by doing that, you have all different messages. You have a mom who say, for the millionth time, I told you. And then I know that I use a lot of time, do it because I told you so, and <laughs> you keep hearing why, right? And so that kind of helps to hear that because we all think about, well, I've heard that before in my own house. So we wanted to make sure we were relatable. What's funny is the message is it, it's simple, but it's one we need to remind ourselves of, right? Absolutely. And um, one of the things, I just started a podcast through the county a couple of weeks ago, so I'm definitely going to plug it in there. And so we want to make sure that, that everyone has the same messaging, though, mm. because there's so many different ways and thoughts out in the community. So coming from the Gwinnett County perspective, we wanted to make sure that the messaging was unique. Mm. And so this is one of the ways that we can do it. But absolutely, through our social media, through Twitter, we can definitely promote this. Yeah. Well, I want to give you know kudos to you, Marlene, and, and to the government because a lot of times when you see things come from the government, they're not very creative. And this is fun. What? You know, I, I don't mean. What are you talking about? I'm sorry. I don't mean to. I don't. I'm sorry. Not we've creative. All, we, we've all gone to driver services, or we've gone to you know a certain. But this thing. is a, we've, we've it's a little lighter. Things. It's it's 
funny in a way. It, it's like so cool, and 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 I, and I love it. And, and you're proactive, getting out there and getting the message out. I mean, with the billboards and here on Business Radio X and the social media campaign. And I, and I know it's, it's it hasn't been very long out there. It's just getting going. Uh, but have you got any kind of response from any other governments or people in other parts of the country going, "Hey, that's pretty cool." Any feedback at all yet? No, I haven't personally. But I know if we do, it's probably because of jealousy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, but Jealousy in politics? No. <laughs> no, but I'm sure that across the United States and, and especially across Georgia, we all in each county, we want to make sure that to our local citizens that we are giving them an opportunity to, to stop spreading COVID too. So it's not just Gwinnett County. I wish it was only, but it's not. And so I think if I think that everyone would be more responsible or responsible citizens if we just look in our own area and do what we can do, whether it's masking up, making sure our children mask up, if everyone has sanitized, if they can't get to washing their hands, to get somewhere to wash their hands, that type of thing. And what I love is I hope other people not only get jealous, but then get over that and do something similar because because the first I thought, well, why did she why did why did we do just Gwinnett? But it, it should be a local message. I mean, of course, we've got the national message. We hear that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the local message, the more local you are, the, the more there can be agreement because people in the same area can go, yeah, yeah, okay. And, and, and again, even if there's one little thing that they don't, well, I don't know about it. There are so many things we can do the same. Right. Sanitize our hands, wash all. I mean, there's so many things we can do, and we should all listen to our moms. And one other thing, I think it's been amazing to see how creative everyone have been with masks, whether it's a solid mask or with decorations. And I'm waiting to see what happens, you know, in the holiday seasons with the different masks that people have created and things like that. And I think it's it's interesting to see what some of It's a fashion come statement up. now. It yeah. really is. But it but it's a safe oh, fashion mo- statement. Most ladies, I. More so, ladies than men. You know, they want to make sure the mask is is matching the outfit they're wearing. It's it's a big deal. Yeah, and you, you've got the red and black, so you're look you're looking good today, um, as you do every day. Listen to GwinnettMoms.com yes. is the uh, the website. Uh, Marlene, thank you so much. Before we let you go, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you. First of all, thank you for serving and and, and giving back to the community. Are you excited about the future of Gwinnett County? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of throwing you a softball now with the changes, the new leadership coming in. I know you've got to be excited about everything that's happening. I am. I'm very excited. I'm looking to work with our new administration, just like I was excited to work with the old administration. And it's one of the things that we're just advancing some of the good things that we already had and actually bringing in some new ideas, too. But I'm very excited and I'm open to change. And and, and when we think about this campaign that we're doing, we want Gwinnett to remain a vibrant, thriving community. We want the economy to get better. We want our children to go to school and not have to choose. But one thing on that note that I'll say real, really quickly is now that we know what distance learning is, there won't be no more snow days because <laughs> you're not going to close school. You kids can just are, go to digital learning. Oh, kids are hating that right now. <laughs> so, but that's yeah. what we want to do. We would like Gwinnett County and our very diverse community to continue to thrive. Well, thank you for all you do, Commissioner Marlene Foskew, District 4 Commissioner uh, here in the county. And again, the uh, hashtag, listen to Gwinnett Moms Public Health Education Campaign. Thank you again for coming in and thank you for your time. You know, Stephen, I'm going to give you a little segue here, make it easy for you. Before you do, I just all of a sudden had this vision of children taking their devices and their laptops and throwing them out in the snow and saying, I can't get online because my laptop froze overnight in the front yard. Yeah, that's like, yeah, but the kids throwing away their laptop or phone. It'll never happen. They're, that, they're, they're tied to them. <laughs> I mean, the problem is you can't get them off them. Right. 
Um, so anyway, I was just going to say that, you know, when it comes to our moms, we love our moms. Amen. And that's the segue spe- for oh, you. We Hello, always, Earth sorry, to Stephen. You always joke about my segues, and here you did one. I thought, I, I didn't think you were actually going to segue that not only do we love our moms, but love is also what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Enjoy big savings and a hassle-free experience at Subaru of Gwinnett, where people sell cars. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com. I know there are other Subaru dealerships, but you really should only go to one, and that's Subaru of Gwinnett. You can go to SubaruofGwinnett.com and join their family today or come in and see the difference. If you're already a Subaruist, you're already in love with your Subaru, you're already so much in love you want to get another Subaru, then you can also check out their Facebook page and other social media platforms for the latest news, offers, and community events. I ruined the beginning, but I did pull it back. <laughs> well, when you have to say that you pulled it back, did you really pull it back? No, I'm just really begging for some right. uh, encouraging words here. You know, that my, my love language is, is encouraging words, and my mom did that really well into my life. So now I'm just trying to have you fill that void. Marlene and Tiffany, thank you for putting up with the shenanigans. We just had to pay some bills there. All right, our next guest is uh, Tiffany Kent. She's the founding partner with Wealth Engagement. Tiffany, welcome to our program. Thank you, Mike and Steve, for having me here. You have no idea what you got yourself into, huh? Are you experiencing it right now? The doors are locked. You can't leave, so you might as well just have a great interview. (laughs) Uh, Wealth Engagement, tell us all about your business and what you do. Sure. So I started Wealth Engagement uh, just during the period of COVID because I wanted to start a registered investment advisor firm that allows me to be a financial advisor as well as a wealth manager. I felt that during COVID was the perfect time because all of us right now are trying to figure out what are our dreams, what are our hopes in the next five to six years. And this is a great time for us to all figure out what our future financial lives should look like in the future. And let me tell you a little bit of the backstory. So um, I, I basically had a really successful career on Wall Street. I was a hedge fund portfolio manager um, living in New York. And while I made great financial returns, one day in my early 40s, I kind of came to this point in my life where I'm like, hmm. Well, so I guess I could say that I've been financially, su- financially successful. But I actually don't really know where I want to go with my life. Like, I wasn't able to figure out, okay, I'm not generating any personal returns. I mean, I wasn't growing personally. And so all of a sudden, about five years ago, I'm like, well, why is that? Like, and that indecision and that inability of not being able to, to picture my future self in five years actually cost me, caused me more stress and anxiety than when I managed $200 million on Wall Street. So I had to do some soul searching and I figured this out. You know what? 25% of us have a financial plan. That means 75% of everybody else, the majority of the world does not have a financial plan, nor do they, nor can they picture where they want to be in five to 10 years. And that's, that's appalling to me. So I went through this whole, you know, research process. I decided that if people need that kind of guidance and help, then I need to go back to school, educate myself, become a financial planner, a certified financial planner, and help people advise advise them on this very complex world that we live in and to help them figure out what's important to them. So you are someone who has been involved in the financial services industry uh, more in the actual day-to-day managing of money. And even though you still do that, you now are more uh, hands-on with the clients whose money you manage. So let me ask you this, when it comes to meeting a potential new client, what is the first meeting like with you and how is it different 
than other meetings they've had with other financial advisors or financial firms. So what I noticed in my industry, in our industry, is that most special um, firms are set up in such a way that they focus a lot on investment returns. And they uh, typically when someone meets an, an, an you know, investment manager, they usually lean into talking about the Wall, Wall Street, the market, and, and their investment performance, and they usually compare their performance against some arbitrary benchmark, and that's not really what's important in life. What's important in life is for us to all figure out where we want to see ourselves in five to 10 years, what are your hopes and dreams, how can we create a financial plan to help you achieve that goal in life, and to have an advisor who is a friend who can talk to you about making these big financial decisions short-term and long-term so that you can feel more successful when you reach that, that destination in your life. We've been told since we were kids, probably from our moms, <laughs> hashtag listen to Gwinnett moms, that, you know, save your pennies, you know, you know, be smart with your money. But you're sitting here telling me that 75% of the people out there don't have a financial plan. Why is that? You know, it's actually com- coming back to moms a little bit. And what I noticed also, too, is that Wall Street isn't really um, situated or, or structured a way to really address women and families. And women are mostly the, the main financial decision of the family. They ma- we make 70% of, our, of the purchasing decisions at home. But we also put everyone else's needs ahead of our own. We put our children, we put our jobs, we put our husbands, the house, even the dog ahead of what we want. And so what's difficult is that we never ask ourselves, as women a lot of times, hey, what, what do I really want? What's important to me? And when I found myself asking that question, I figured out what my dream was, and I wrote it on a piece of paper, and I was scared, and I, th- I threw it away. Like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be reminded of this, this dream I wanted to have, that I wanted to realize. But you know what I did? I remembered it, because I wrote it down, even though I threw it away, and I did a little bit every single day so that I could hopefully achieve that dream in five years. And that was four years ago when I decided to, I wanted to start my own financial advisory and investment management firm. And you know, the interesting thing about that is that there's been, there's been this study sh- um, that was conducted and there's this very, very famous US, UCLA um, um, philosophy professor, no, I'm sorry, not philosophy, um, psychology professor, who did this study with, um, with age imaging photography that allowed um, the subjects that they were studying to um, have a picture of themselves five years from now. Mm-hmm. And so can you imagine all of us looking five or 10 years older and- I don't more, want to, More no. wrinkles and- you know, More, more gray, wrinkles? More gray hair. coming. <laughs> might not be as fit as I am now. But, um, but so what happened was that when people saw themselves five to 10 years later, they actually decided to s- save more for themselves or invest more for themselves, for their future selves. So if we can't have a vision or a dream of how we want to be, then how are we ever going to be motivated or think about putting together a financial and investment plan? Hmm. So you you have brought up the idea of dreams. You've brought up kind of goals and vision and 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 planning and dreams for the future uh, a little bit more than the focus of money. So uh, why is it more important to you for your clients to figure out their dreams than to just reach a money goal? Yeah, so when I think about financial targets and goals and monetarily, monetary goals, they're, they're kind of empty, and it's kind of like that, that number that everyone's maybe trying to hit. I kind of hit that number five years ago, and that didn't make me happy. And I had to figure out what was most important wait, to wait, me. Wait, money doesn't bring happiness? <laughs> what? 
as it's it's kind of Covey talking in. Uh, I think he's in Seven Habits. He talks about you know you climb the ladder and realize it was against the wrong wall, right? right. So if your ladder is just set up against an, and there was a there was a well known commercial uh, series years ago where it was everybody's got a number. You would say don't reduce yourself down to a number, right? Reduce don't even reduce yourself, but it's more about achieving your goals. Well, think about it like this way. Let's say, as an investor, as a as a portfolio manager in my past, um, or I still am an investor, but there was a situation where um, you know I had a, a, a goal of, of of hitting a certain financial target in terms of my investment portfolio, right? But there's so many things that can happen mm-hmm. along the way, and with this one particular stock called Mobileye. I got hit, like I had a pretty sizable position, not a full position, but a short seller report came out. So a short seller comes out and says, this company's going to zero, and it was at maybe $50 a share, I can't remember, and for all these different reasons. And so what happens like that is that everyone just dumps the stock immediately. And that stock that I, that I held was down 30%, just like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Well, I had a strategy, like I had a plan. I knew this was a great company and it wasn't going to zero. So when you have a strategy and a plan and a dream of kind of like where the stock could go similar to a person, I bought more on the dip. But if you're scared and you don't know what's going on, you sell. Yeah. Because you don't know how to navigate that dip. So obviously I bought more on the dip and then I got bought by Intel. So I was really happy about that. <laughs> All right. I want, I want to talk about a book that you've written. And yes. t- what's the name of the book? The book is called Investing for the Smarter Sex. Okay. So obviously it's about men. <laughs> my son thought that more people more men would buy it because they thought that that they thought that they're the smarter sex <laughs> which means the smarter sex them thinking the smarter sex pay a, a nice price for the book and, and so it's a, a book for financial planning to, geared towards the woman right so the subtitle is wealth building tips and secrets sophisticated women know but wall street won't tell you and the reason why i i i titled the book that way was not only does it you know grab your attention but it's about my um my life and my experience being a woman portfolio manager and now an advisor and all the lessons i learned and how i was able to differentiate my performance as a woman investor because we see things that a lot of the guys on wall street sitting in the big buildings you know chained to their desks monitoring their bloombergs that they don't see what we see well, wait a minute. What, she why, she why is d- calling them the dumber sex. I yeah. do want to just acknowledge. <laughs> well, why don't we? Why don't we talk about this earlier? We don't have much more time, but so I want to get to it. Tell, tell me some a secret that that you sophisticated. No, you got to buy the book. Well, give me. I'll give you an example. Give me yeah, a one. quick example. A tip. Yeah. Okay, so this is back in 2014, and I'm working for an investment management firm that only invests in healthcare, technology, and industrials. Sounds good to me. Sounds good to me, right? But you know what? Oil crashed that year in 2014. We also invested a lot in energy, and our performance went down the tubes. I'm like, well, this is awful. We've got to pivot. This is this is bad for our performance. Hey, if oil is corrected and the gas prices that we pay at the pump have gone down in price, that means the consumer has more money in their pocket. Why don't we buy more consumer stocks? Oh, you know, my 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 boss was like, no, 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 we don't do consumer. But like, you know what, man? <laughs> like like fashion and makeup and stuff like right. that. But I go, but I'm going to all these parties on the weekends, and all these mommies are wearing Lululemon. Like Lulu, what? I'm like, you know, it's the it's a yoga clothing brand, but they're not wearing it to go to yoga class. They're, they're wearing just, yeah, it yeah. socially and to look good. 
This is when the stock was at forty dollars. So a that's share. a good investment. It so us guys then. are going. I bought it. We yeah. want to get. We want Tesla. And you're like, no, the Lulu. <laughs> now was this a? So I'm going to give away a little bit of my behind the curtain stuff. Was this a fund that was by prospectus couldn't invest in that kind of stuff, or did they have the freedom and they just chose? No, no, this is what we stick with. This is what we know. No, we were a registered investment advisor, just like my firm okay. is here All in right. Atlanta. So we have a lot of degrees of freedom. So you had freedom. Man, uh, you got two financial planners make, here talking. So for those sorry, of us that are not, in I'm loop, not a financial planner. I'm only a financial advisor. I don't hold my CFP. I hold my AIF. I just don't want my compliance department coming down on me. Tiffany's, yeah, you get it, right? Yeah, I do. So I, I got to be careful of what I say on the air. So that, so, so, what you're saying is, um, a lot of this is. Well, let me just ask this. Uh, Mike asked about the book. Does your firm, is your RIA only deal with women, or are you open to talking to the dumber sex too a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a little fun, but uh, you obviously you're geared toward toward working with women, but you're available to work with any advisor or any person who wants an advisor who's going to listen to them. When you have Wall Street that has what 90% of the folks out there are men, yep. whether they're portfolio managers or financial advisors, yep. women are a huge force in our economy. We're making tons of money. We're, we're inheriting tons of wealth, divorce, and we're coming into wealth. We need someone to understand what our needs are. And so I really love working with my women clients. And as you said earlier, women make a lot of the decisions in the household. Yep. They do. And then the opposite thing is that because I have this portfolio manager hat, Wall Street, you know, guys sometimes can be intimidating even with other guys. And some guys like to try and prove they know a lot more than the other guy. But with me, they're not in competition with me. So they ask me all the great questions that they always wanted to ask their male advisor, but they were too scared to ask. She has a, uh, you, you have a competitive advantage. Like we are do. we are clearly uh, portraying that competitive advantage today. <laughs> Tiffany, great stuff. Thank you for coming in and, and sharing this information. For those that would like to find out more about wealth engagement or the book or just have a conversation with you, what's the best way to find out more? Sure, go to my website, www.wealthengagement.com. Great stuff. And you're, uh, you started this during COVID. Uh, do you also meet with people face-to-face? And if so, where where are you located? I, I'm assuming you can work with anyone anywhere. Right, correct? sure. I'm, I'm in Buckhead in, okay. in Atlanta. Okay. Um, but I've been dealing, I have, I've been having a lot of webinars. Sure. Zoom seminars, calls, all that. Zoom calls, Perfect. all that. Good. So money doesn't buy you happiness, but it does buy you a nice place in Buckhead. Absolutely. <laughs> it buys you the Lululemon stock that goes up by about 400, 500% if you bought it in 2014, right? Yep, exactly. Amen. <laughs> Tiffany uh, Sorry, past performance is no guarantee of future results. Always read all prospectuses and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. <laughs> Tiffany Kent, Wealth Engagement, thank you very much. Also want to thank our other guest, Commissioner Marlene Foscue with uh, the Gwinnett County Government. And, of course, again, the Listen to Gwinnett Moms campaign. Mike, I'm just so glad that someone was in the studio who really got that joke that I've done a few times, and most people don't get it, but someone who's in the industry. Wealth and, management and, jokes. And, and not only that, not only is in the industry, but is also willing to laugh at it a little bit. That's I didn't enjoyable. even catch the joke, so see. Past performances. I guess I'm not the smarter result, sex so. after all. No, well, we, yeah. You are the just, smarter host. Just be quiet. A reminder, you can listen to this show anytime you want by going to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and you'll see this show and eight years worth of the episodes as well. We're also on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher. Check them all out there. And be sure to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter at Gwinnett Radio X. For our wonderful guests and our producer, Amanda, I'm Mike. He's Steven. Uh, you told me to be quiet. Thank you. So I'm being quiet. 
<laughs> we'll see you next time here on Business Radio X.